We've been talking about entering into God's rest and how do we do that? That was part of our outline that we were looking at in, in setting people free. And, and the last step was entering into the rest, that faith does rest. And so we've been looking at rest in what? We rest in God's Word and the power that's in His Word. And uh, we, in the last couple of podcasts, we've talked about the power that's in, in God's Word. But I also told you about a, a scripture in Acts chapter 1, 3, that says, To whom also He showed Himself, this is talking about Jesus, showed Himself alive after His passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. <clears throat> you know, when Jesus came on the scene, he was talking about the kingdom is at hand. And when he left, he was talking to them about the kingdom of God. You and I live out of another kingdom. Not too long ago, I was listening to the news and they were giving all these bad reports. And I thought, finally, it dawned on me, that's not the kingdom I live out of. I live out of the kingdom of God where all things are furnished and, and uh, it's not going broke. It's not going hungry. <laughs> the kingdom cannot be shaken. This, what we see on the news every night is Satan's kingdom being shaken. So don't get confused. It's not God's kingdom. And if you're a part of God's kingdom, which we have the purpose to, to be in, and, and we need, we've been seeing the power that's in our words uh, to create a manifestation of the kingdom of God in our lives. And I wanted to share with you about my, I, my many infallible proofs that Jesus is alive. I think all of us have a book to write, and that is the many infallible proofs. Jesus showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. The word infallible is a goal or fixed limit, infallible proof that from which something is surely and plainly known are in evidence and a proof. So there's proof that Jesus Christ is alive and well on planet Earth. And my life has got some proofs like that. And yours does too, if you've been walking with the Lord for any time. So it says in 1 Samuel 12, 22, for the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, for his great name's sake, the things that we do, we want to manifest those many infallible proofs. We want to bring forth the victories that he has, that he has already won at the cross. And uh, we want to bring them by why? For his name's sake, for his mercy's sake, because it pleased the Lord to make you his people. Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart, for consider what great things God has done for you and, and um, doing it for his name's sake. Bring forth, you know, it's like he told me one time, he's, he's already won the victory on the cross. When Jesus was on the cross, he took all sickness and disease into his body. He bore our sin, sickness and disease. And then he was raised up from the dead. That victory conquered everything and all the battles that you might have were won in that victory. And so um, uh, we just need to stand in faith on the promises of God. When we, anything you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive, 
Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. We just need to stand in promise. I love the scripture in John 16, 24. I have a great testimony, infallible proof about that. But it's um, ask that you may receive, that your joy may be full. Ask that you may receive, that your joy may be full. And I, I had that one time. I asked... Uh, I'll just share the, the story with you. This is an infallible proof in my life where I took the Word of God and put it to work, and it worked. We were getting ready to move into the the the, la, the a house that we ultimately lived in for 38 years, and we were moving from one house to another, and um, the... Uh, the house was empty and we were going to be moving our furniture on a Saturday. And uh, we wanted to uh, get new carpet, but I didn't want, I didn't want to get the furniture in there and then have them have to move it all and put the carpet down. Ideally, I wanted to get the carpet down and then put the furniture in there. But the carpet place was busy and they couldn't bring it before we were moving on Saturday. And so that's when God showed me this scripture, ask that you may receive, because he had said, definitely it'll be two weeks before we can get your carpet in. And so uh, there was a lady that was working with the carpet place and with me. And uh, so I just said, well, Lord, you said, ask that I might receive, that my joy be full. I am asking you for this carpet to get in before Saturday. And it was just definitely that they were busy and they were booked. And it was, it was really, and an, this is really, a, it was a miracle in the sense, but it was one of the infallible proofs. So Monday, you know, I, I don't know when I asked, maybe Saturday or Sunday. Well, Monday comes and, and no word. And I just kept thinking, praise you, Jesus. I thank you that the carpet gets in in time, that the carpet gets in. I've asked that I might receive and my joy is full. Tuesday comes. Thank you, Lord. I just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for that. I ask and I receive in Jesus name and my joy is full. He gave me this scripture to stand on. See, ask that you may receive that your joy be made full. And then Wednesday comes and now you're starting to get a little nervous because it's not much time left. And I just kept praising the Lord and thanking Him that He heard my cry, that He heard my prayer, and that He has promised Thursday comes, nothing. Thursday night, and your temptation is to just throw in the towel. But I didn't. I just said, nope, it's not over yet. It's not over till it's over. And... Um, I just kept standing and thanking the Lord and thanking the Lord. Friday morning, the lady calls me at 7 o'clock in the morning and said, they had a cancellation today. Can they come? They'll put in the carpet. I said, you betcha they can come. So they came on Friday morning, put in the carpet, and it all worked out fine. That's one of my infallible proofs that the Word works. That, that The infallible proof that Jesus is alive and that he hears us and that he keeps his word to us. And that was one of my infallible proofs. In fact, it's not even on this page, actually. I think all of us need to write a journal of where God has answered your prayers. 
I remember in my early days when I was believing for things, I would write out my prayer, what I was believing for. And then when it came in, I would go back and say, thank you, Jesus, that this was happened. So um, in this particular place, I've written my journal uh, by the houses that we've lived in. <laughs> I got saved when we lived on Bentleaf. And um, I was reading a book by Pat Boone, and uh, he's talking about having this power in your life. And I said, Lord, I, I've always believed you died for my sins. I've always believed you were the Son of God. I'm asking you to come into my life, and I want the power that man's talking about in this book. And so he did, and I did, and he did, and we did, and 50 years later, I've got many infallible proofs that Jesus is alive. And uh, in, in the midst of that, when we were in this house on Bentleaf, I'm a baby Christian. I got saved at home. We're going to a denominational church that doesn't even believe the Bible's real. And uh, so I'm just, I, I just here to tell you that if you've got nobody around you, you got the Holy Ghost. And he can teach you, teach you and train you on his own. He likes to use people. And he, and he allows us into his ministry, but he can do it by himself too. And I, I lived alone with him in the early days of my Christian walk with God. But there was a man in Houston, a police officer named John LeVere, and he was a Baptist, a, a, a bourbon drinking Baptist, he said, and he had cancer all over his body. And back in those days, Catherine Kuhlman was uh, a a minister on the scene, and she had these great healing, healing ministry uh, meetings. And he went, he was talked into going, and anyway, he went to her meeting, he got healed totally, even of varicose veins, but mainly of the cancer that was eating him up and he was about to die. And he got had a dramatic healing. And uh, so um, he was doing home, home meetings and sharing his testimony and so I was a baby Christian, and we ended up going, my husband and I, to some of these meetings and hearing his testimony over and over. So one night, I'm at home, I'm washing dishes, and this voice says to me, because I'm new, new to this, and you know, one of the things that, uh, uh, I wasn't afraid to die. When I got saved, one of the things that really showed up and manifested in my life was the lack of fear of dying. I wasn't afraid to die at all because I just knew there was a safe place to be after you leave the earth. And, and so I'm sitting there washing the dishes and all of a sudden this voice says to me, what if this is all a big hoax? That there's no heaven, there's nothing after death, it's just over. What are you gonna do then? Man, I never thought of that. I just pulled back and went, whoa, I don't know. You know, I'm starting to mull this over and think about it. And then all of a sudden I remembered John LeVere's testimony. And I thought, no, no, because that man, he had x-rays to prove that he had had cancer and now he didn't have cancer. And I said, he wouldn't, why would he lie about that? And besides that, he had x-rays to prove that it was. So I just tossed that voice out the window and didn't pay any attention to it anymore. He will speak up in your life when he, when something's happening, he's trying to distract us and get us away. And so thank you for John LeVere's testimony, Lord. 
because it saved me from going down a long street of uh, detriment and, and, and not believing. And so uh, another thing uh, that happened to me in this house is my sister and her friend came and brought their kids and they came to go to the rodeo in Houston. And when they got here, I was gonna keep the kids while they got to go to the rodeo. And um, when they got here, everybody got sick. All the kids were throwing up all the time. I was changing sheets like crazy and all the kids were throwing up. And I'm, I, I was so full of joy and so wanting to serve But when they came. But by the time they left, I was so drained <laughs> that I, I just had, my joy was gone. And I told the Lord, I said, Lord, uh, I want that joy. I want that joy that I had before this week started, before this weekend started. And, and I had lost my joy because I was just exhausted, really. And I was, and I was uh, not that I was not wanting to help my sister and be there for her, but it, it kind of taken a lot out of me. So I went back to the bedroom and got on my knees and I just said, I want that same joy, Lord, that I had before this weekend started. And I'm telling you, he downloaded on me. I felt it instantly and he downloaded a great, great joy. Another infallible proof that Jesus is alive on planet Earth. And I'm telling you, ask that you may receive that your joy be made full. And I'll share another one with you. The house that we had on Bentleaf, we had bought for, I think like $4,000. This is back in the 70s. So um, for a $4,000 equity to buy into the house. And we were there for two years and sold it for nine. I'm telling you, God has blessed us when it comes to buying and selling houses. And that was a miracle. You know why? Because for one thing, we had had it on the market and the lady we were dealing with was a Christian lady and we'd had it on the market and she had done several open houses and we, you know, clean the house and get the kids, get out of the house for the day. So one Sunday she said, if y'all leave, I'm just going to stick a sign in the yard and um, I'll sit there all day. And some lady was going, it, it was an unadvertised deal. She didn't advertise it at all. The other two she had advertised real well. And but this one, she just stuck a sign in the yard. She didn't advertise at all. And a lady was going by with her mother. She drove by our house going to an advertised sale. And she came in and paid $9,000 and bought our house that day. That was a miracle of God. I mean, I'm telling you, trusting the Lord, learning to speak His Word over situations is very important. And then we moved to uh, Beverly Hill two years later. We were in the Bentleaf House for two years, and we moved to Beverly Hill, and it says, uh, I've noted here, that we were all filled with the Holy Ghost on Beverly Hill and began going to a, a Spirit-filled church, entered into the Spirit-filled life, and I got my prayer language. And when the, the week that I got my prayer language, we got our first new car. We'd never bought a new car before, but praying in tongues works. And I, I didn't pray in tongues to get a new car, but it's just the way it all turned out. It was Valentine's Day and we, we um, uh, ended up buying a brand new Lincoln actually, or a Mercury, it was a Mercury. 
I was visited by God and called supernaturally in this house. And I experienced enlightenment several times after the filling of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, the Lord just opened up my brain and, and downloaded information, downloaded um, understanding. He just downloaded understanding to me. I had to go find these things in the Bible. I just knew them, but I had to find them in the scriptures. And, and so I had a real move of the Spirit on me there to know. I also quit smoking, which was a major miracle. And um, by the power of God. And I had had several people um, criticize me, Christian people criticize me for, for saying I was a Christian, but still smoking. But I, I had grown up to smoke. <laughs> That's, that was my legacy from my family. And so I always laughingly say, if the doctor had said, Mrs. Pigeon, it's your right arm or your cigarettes, I would have said, how high up do you need to cut? Because I loved my cigarettes, and it took me a while to want to give them up. But as I grew in the Lord, I desired to give them up. And I was criticized for that, and, and I, I went through a real dark time because I did not know how to live without my cigarettes. And uh, uh, finally, God's kind of set me free from the um, criticism. I just encourage us not to be critical of people that are coming out of darkness. They still have some of the junk on them and coming out of that darkness. And the Lord quickened to me one day not to be jerking babies' pacifiers out of their mouths. And that's what that cigarette was to me. It was like a pacifier. You know, when a baby's ready to give up the pacifier, they spit it out. They'll spit it clear across the room. And so if you're working with somebody that um, is maybe not quite uh, groomed yet, uh, just be patient because the, the day will come when the Holy Spirit will do a mighty work in them. Amen. So there, um, that house on Beverly Hill, we bought it for 27, what is it, 28750 was Back then, it was right before everything went over $30,000. And we sold it for $50,000 more than what we paid for it. So we, paid, we sold it for like $76,000. So like I said, we have had miraculous uh, hand of God on us buying and selling our houses. And I have lots of other testimonies, but we're running out of time now. I just want to encourage you to make a journal and write down where God has answered your prayer. Uh, remind yourself, these are, these are my, uh, you know, you, they built an altar out of stones. These are my memory stones and the altar of walking with God for 50 years and the power that's in his word to keep us. It is our land of Goshen. It is our ark. And so um, find your scriptures, stand on them, speak them out, speak to your body, speak it, speak strength into your body. Speak the promise, speak, uh, what is it? Speak the end from the beginning. I like what Charles Cap says, he said, don't call the cat if you want the dog. So let's not call destruction if we want victory. Amen. Let's just speak out our victories 
and I encourage you, uh, I, I, I've just noticed my little journal book here needs to be updated. Let's keep track of all the wonderful things the, and many infallible proofs that Jesus is alive in our lives. Let's keep track of those. Write your diary, write your journal, write your little book of testimonies and share it with somebody so their faith can grow. Amen. Manifest His glory in Jesus' name.